Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The Match Ball. Hello. Welcome to The Match Ball here from the Square Ball Podcast. It's Dan, Michael, and Moscow with you in the wake of the Villa game. Show is brought to you by Levi Solicitors, levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the Square Ball for a 10% discount on your legal fees. Uh, that game then. Three all draw. You think this is going to be one of those games that, assuming we do stay up by the end of the season, we'll look back on it as something that was really enjoyable. A romp, if you like. It was fun, wasn't it? And you know, credit to Villa, because it's fun when teams don't time waste. Like It feels like we've had loads of games this season where it, it's just games are completely disintegrated because there's just been a series of stoppages and stuff. And, and they did it, fair enough, in, the, in injury time with 10 men. But at 3-1, they didn't do it. Yeah, and they, they should have done. They tried, they were quite bad at it. It was uh, the goalkeeper... Um, I like that he he was looking to throw it up and then he remembered. It's like, oh, no, there's not two minutes left. Ah, oh, cramp. So it was, um, yeah, a shambles from that point of view. The whole game was a shambles, really, wasn't it, mm. from start to finish, but um, a really fun one. Yeah. Like, I bet, I... Ha- having watched um, Everton Newcastle last night and Burnley Watford at the weekend, that's it's just a different sport, the game we play. <laughs> it's great. And I don't care if we didn't win. Yeah, I'd prefer if we had a done. Oh, mm. definitely. And we could have done, but... Doesn't matter in the end, doesn't it? If, as long as we all just had a nice time. I think we did have a nice time. It was, it was, it was enjoyable that. As long as we can stay away from the, the mess at the bottom, then I think we'll be, um, we'll be absolutely fine. I don't even know where to start with it. Should we start with Dan James? Let's start with Dan James. Mm, not a striker, is he? No finishing no. skills at all. What was Bielsa thinking? <laughs> Probably his best game for us, do you reckon? Um, yes. Probably, There wasn't yeah. just the two goals... Uh, the second of which in particular was a, a great finish. But the there was a really good cross that he put in as well, that if he wasn't the striker, it would have been great for the striker. And just um, generally being a pest, mm. Mings does not like that. All I've seen whenever I watch Aston Villa this season is Mings being um, pressed and just collapsing and playing Dan James to do that against him <laughs> made absolutely perfect sense. Remember when we went to Villa Park last year, how upset Mings was with Pat Bamford pressing him and how he was like throwing him around the, the pitch and all that kind of stuff and then Bamford scored a hat-trick. I feel like um, Dan James has done his, uh, that was his Bamford at Villa Park performance. He's funny as Mings, isn't he? I was, I mean, we were just laughing at him <laughs> during hilarious. the game. Because, I mean, the commentator we had on kept praising him, kept saying, oh, it's a real, some real heroic stuff from Tyra Mings. He was even praising him after our third goal saying, oh, all the t- all the heroics of Tyron Mings couldn't stop this goal. He passed it straight straight to the Arenta. It's like no one can see how shit he is. I don't understand. I don't understand what he does. 
There's a lot of physical comedy in there as well, isn't there? And and the, I mean, he got two assists because he basically managed to propel five foot seven Dan James onto the ball, which I, I don't. I'm not even sure he'd have reached. But if you look at Mings, you like he gives him a little boost from the side. He kind of lift he, the the pressure from his shoulder with Buendia coming the other side. I think there's nowhere else for Dan James to go, so he just goes up in between two Villa players and somehow manages to put it in the net. So he's he's got two assists there. It's one of those where it was like, who wants it more? And it looked like Buendia wanted it more. He was steaming in like, I'm putting this in. Uh, but uh, but then um, yeah, Ming's little shove on James was the uh, the main factor. Great goal, I love that. And not to forget his um, his the one when he hit the bar as well when he should have gone two 0 up. Or could I have had forgotten. Two-nil. Yeah, we could could have easily gone two 0 up, and then suddenly we don't find ourselves three one down because that was mad as well, mad, a mad thing mm. that was. Even after it had gone to three two, Villa had a huge chance in the thirty seconds between uh, that goal and half time as well, which was. It was Dean. I mean, it was Dean, wasn't it? At the, um, it was on his wrong foot, wasn't it? Just at the inside the box. But yeah, it was. Um, it was hectic that first half. I couldn't believe we were losing. To be honest, it went. It went from being one 0 in control to all of a sudden being three one behind. And I mean, we need. To, we probably do need to talk about some of the defending for the goals as well. Because Coutinho, admittedly, was yeah, did some brilliant stuff. But like the the two Ramsey goals were. He just passed the ball into an enormous space. I mean, it was a brilliant pass, wasn't it? But the way that he turned Luke Ayling was more than annoying. Mm. It made it look so easy. Yeah, but then he does, he will, because he's very good. And he's in, he's just in holiday mode, isn't he? Like, he he couldn't cope at Barcelona with the pressure. Because, he's, um, he's gone on holiday to <clears throat> Birmingham from Barcelona. Yes. Okay. And because um, the thing at uh, Barcelona was, you know, we try and do some stuff, but everyone's like, well, no, Messi does that, so you can't do it. <laughs> Go and do something else, and he couldn't think of anything else to do apart from go to Germany. And now he's at Aston Villa, and Stevie Gerrard's. It's like you even saw when he went off, and he's, "Are you all right?" And then uh, one of the other player goes off injured. You just don't even know who he is. Um, he's gone to play for his mate for three months, earning an absolute fortune, and he can do what he wants in the team because you know who is going to go and tell him not to. Um, and then that means he can flourish and do the things that he was able to do tonight, which was... He's good though, isn't he? Well, yeah, exactly. When he's given that opportunity and he can just relax and play his own game and he's up against Luke Ayling, um, you know, I've seen some criticism for the way Luke Ayling played tonight. It's a good player who, who's nutmeg. I mean, the nutmeg on him was just sickening in like the techers uh, <laughs> meaning of it. It was sick, bro. Um, I thought Ayling did, he did some stuff pretty well as well. Yeah. He, kept, he kept pushing forward, didn't he, Ayling? That's the thing with him. You know what you're going to get. He, he doesn't get deterred by a defensive performance, does he? If you know what I mean. Like he, he can, he keeps, he keeps going forward from defence for us and occasionally slightly terrifyingly. There was the bit in the first half, wasn't there, where, where yeah, he ran out, ran out from his own box in about the third minute and it was a bit like, what are you doing, Luke? But then we need to score from it. So yeah, I, I think he was fine. Yeah. And it's not every team has a Coutinho just lounging. And that's him. He's like he's just lounging around the pitch, and then when he's got an opportunity to do something like that, he can do it. And I mean, we, we, we left it wide open, didn't we, in midfield a lot of the time? We Cause always we, do because we're we'll... pushing forward. So when you've got Rodrigo and Click both in the side, they're ahead of the ball a lot of the time. And when it breaks down, you're kind of left with that massive void in the middle. Like you're trying to defend it, and obviously he's quite good as Coutinho, so he exploited yeah. that well. It won't be a problem on Saturday when it's Deli Ali and Doncaster Van der Beek. It's going to be a different thing. So. Not too worried. We know what we're like. We're always open at the back. It's not news. We are um, streaming this on YouTube for our TSB Plus members, by the way. Uh, and in the comments, uh, Johnny Green asks, are we all wearing black on purpose? You can see the video as well, 
later on once um, once we've released it to the general I, public. I did have a hoodie on earlier, so. but I'm too hot. I'm too excited. Well, it's, a lot of our merch is black, isn't it? That's mm, why, because it's slim. We cater for fat men. <laughs> if you're a fat man, get yourself the square ball on that. But we, shirt is we blue. It's a navy blue shirt. Right. Well, these so are like our blackout style t-shirts that we've got on that are very nice. Anyway, we are, we are um, getting completely off the point here. Talk to me about Rodrigo um, and his performance tonight. He did that sort of classic Rodrigo enigmatic thing of looking dead good at times, also looking dead tired at times. I thought he was good. He was, good. He was one of his better performances, yeah. Mm. I thought I thought he did he did a lot of really good stuff. He was at the centre of a few things, wasn't he? It was him that received the... Or did he do the... God, I can't remember. But the, it was clicked in the back heel to him, wasn't it? For the, yep. That led to the, the James goal. But it was a great run to give him somebody the yeah. back heel to. And he put another a nice one through for click in the second half, didn't he? But it was on click's left foot. Um, no, I thought he was involved in some really good stuff. It, the thing with him is, is when there are gaps in midfield, you do sometimes look at it and think, well, where exactly is, where is he now? Sort of thing. But that's because he's a striker. Tell you what, let's go through all our goals as well because we've kind of we've mentioned Dan James scoring, but we've not really done them systematically. So let's start at the start. Nine minutes in, Dan James scored his first dead good finish. That wasn't it. Mm. I mean, he took it really, really well. Okay. Admittedly, was he up against Mings at the time? So I'm not sure it was Mings. Actually, no, he uh, he did not make somebody. But it was Conser, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've got. We haven't even mentioned the red card. God, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that in due course. Red card. I've written it down uh, so we won't forget. So yeah, what a good turn and a finish. Finish like a number nine. The mm. number nine we've been crying out for. It was, I mean, what were your thoughts on seeing the team? Because I, I was not at all surprised. Yeah, not at all. But I did also part of me did just go. Oh. But then again, you know, like everyone kind of went, kind of went. This didn't work against Newcastle, but it did against West Ham. So mm. it's just horses for courses, isn't it? Sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not. And the only difference was tonight. Claret and blue teams. Yeah. Well, yes, that. And we scored inside nine minutes. If we just scored within nine, ten minutes against Newcastle, mm. we'd have probably run away with that game. Yeah, it's true. But um, anyway, and Villa are more. You know, we were open. Also, Villa let us score three times. They were not exactly um, close at the back. Newcastle, you can see they were very defensive because they're absolutely fighting for their lives at the bottom of the Premier League. That's the other thing with Villa and Coutinho. They're not going to get relegated. They're not going to get promoted. Nothing they you do You can't get matters. promoted. promoted to they're in the Premier League. You can't exactly. Get, yeah. So there's, there's, no, there's nowhere for them to get uh, promoted to. Wise. They won't qualify <laughs> very wise. Uh, for Europe. I'm, we're playing championship teams. I've got a championship mindset. <laughs> I, uh, I'm being dragged down to their Division 2 level. Um, but it doesn't matter. Like Villa, it just, they just, it's irrelevant what they do. Coutinho's just messing about. Gary McCullis is having a nice time. It's all just fine. Um, and... That makes them easier to play against than yeah. the ultra defensive Newcastle, who were never going to give us many chances. And when you do, maybe need a more savvy number nine to uh, finish off the chances and unlock their defence. But you know the whole thing about James positional play and like that set. Every you must have naturalised players in one position, and they can never do anything else. It's a very old fashioned way of looking at football. Dan James is capable of shooting a ball into the goal from the middle as well as he is from like 20 yards to the right or left. It's not beyond his capabilities as a professional footballer. <laughs> and um, Which is good. And it's a great finish. And um, the shot for the hit the bar shortly afterwards was also a really good effort that you didn't see coming. Um, and it's not only the, the precision of his finish for the goal, it's how early he took it and everything about it. It was just a great piece of... Um, if. Bamford had scored that, you'd say that's a great piece of number nine play. So it's it's all fine. Um, so then 30 minutes, Coutinho, meh, whatever. 38 <laughs> minutes, Ramsey scored. Good pass by Coutinho, not bothered. 
Uh, 44 minutes, Ramsey scored again. We were wide open, so we don't really need to discuss that, do we? Mm. I mean, who was Ramsey? Who was meant to be marking Ramsey? That's what we, think, we were trying to establish during was the game. Cock? Was it Cork? Second mm. half, it was Cork. Because there was definitely no one doing it when he ran through. I mean, it was a bit laughable, the way that it's, it's the It's the old man marking thing, isn't it, that we've seen before, where occasionally people can just run through. Run, and, runners from deep. Yeah. They kind of, we get, they get thrown out by Ailing being turned so easily by... Coutinho, once he's gone, mm-hmm. everybody's then chasing. So, but until that happens, you think, oh, Luke will win that ball. And then when he doesn't, you know. There's just not any margin for error in the system, is there? When we, when it's man for man like that and they've got someone running, if if some if someone is beaten, it kind of... Oh, Zach is suggesting that Click was on Ramsey in the comments on YouTube. We'll have to verify and check, but by the by, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so a minute after that, whatever, um, Dan James with this towering header just before <laughs> half time. It was a good time to score, wasn't it? Because it, 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 it changed. It didn't uh, feel like yeah. it was coming, did it? Let's be honest. Because I'd, I'd said on at that point in the, here in the studio, I'd said, can we just get to half-time now at 3-1? Because it was chaotic. It had got out of control. And then actually that goal just gave us that proper foothold in the game, mm-hmm. I thought. Which we, as we covered, we did then try to immediately um, blow by giving them a chance at the other end. But yeah, it, was, um, it, it wasn't really coming. The first goal when we scored, it had been coming. I didn't think the second one had at all. It was... Mm-hmm. Um, it was out of nowhere, but imagine I mean, we'd, we'd looked a bit shapeless early on, though. We, we hadn't quite got ourselves sorted. First few minutes were yeah. ter- terrifying, all over the place. Then we just scored and then took total control of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I mean, the turning points were Dan James's shot not going in as well because that was very close, wasn't it? And at two 0 mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're asked enough to get back into that. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like they'd be a bit like, oh well, that's, yeah, this one's gone then. That's probably it. Um, and if, if we talk while well, we're talking on Dan James as well, the regularity with which he is clattering people is incredible yeah his new mean streak he's he, we were saying he's got a very precise style to it as well it's never his feet his feet are never involved he just runs near someone puts his feet near their feet and then lets his knees and his body just go into them yeah. he, he, thankfully he's quite light otherwise he'd be like yeah. dislocating knees absolutely every every single week if he was taking the uh, Rafinha style of trying to take Ashley Young's head off which is possibly <laughs> one of the um, <laughs> nearest things to to watching a man actually having his head removed. I have written that down. The bottom note I've got here is Rafa question mark. So we'll get onto him in a bit, and then nearly killed a man. Is that, but we all yeah. went, Jesus! <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you think, oh, maybe you know, real time, it's not that bad. And you watch the replay, and you're like, fucking hell, man! That's. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. Imagine if you're playing five a side down at goals or whatever, and one of your mates on the opposite team does that, takes a swing like that. It's like bloody, like he was swinging his bloody wood to. <laughs> kick off a golf game or whatever the, the terminology is that's it, that's that is almost, uh, it it was like he kicked himself backwards his, <laughs> his foot went that high and it was it did feel like if he'd connected with Ashley Young's head it, it would have just come off I mean Ashley Young does need to retire so <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, not even, necessarily with a, a, a severe brain yeah, injury a broken neck <laughs> <laughs> you know when he was when he was young getting through nominative determinism there mm. now he's old he needs to stop because yeah. that's that's gone by the wayside. He's, he's played against a Kevin Kevin Blackwell lead side, hasn't he? Actually, and that just can't be right. He needs yeah, to go. No. <laughs> yeah, he was playing. That was before Gary McAllister was our manager. Mm. It's what a world of uh, circles and uh, and things. What did you think at half time? Circles. What did you think at half time? Because we were all sort of quietly confident that we'd get something out of that, if not win it. Uh, yeah, I thought there was a chance. They're not. They weren't great, were they? It was. No. It was Coutinho looking doing some really good stuff and that was that was really about it to say the the amount of other players they've got on the pitch who they spent a fortune on like mm. Wendia was just he just can't shake the Norwich off him can he he's very very Norwichy looking still like yeah. you can see that he's, some of his touch and stuff it might 
it might look all right if you're playing for Norwich, but... Because I, I kind of fancied not, him a bit. I wanted yeah. us to get him when we were looking for, for midfielders, but A, not at that price, and B, not after tonight. Mm. All that crying and bone, uh, boning? Uh, moaning and bitching, I was going to say. Um, oh dear. <laughs> boning and bitching. Yeah. Um, I mean, admittedly, one of the times you would mention a moment, he did end up going off injured. Because we were all yeah. like, get up. Yes, he did. Oh, but then no, again, he's, oh, when, no, he's when his boot came off as well, you're like, come yeah. off it. Your boot's just come off in a tackle. What do you want? Even with Watkins there, number 11, who, as we know, loves a dive, mm. um, and also was another player that you wouldn't swap for, even though we need a striker, I'd rather have Dan James. Um, he went over when he was lying with his boot off and was like, get up. <laughs> Come on. And Watkins had already had it. I made a note of him actually. He 16 minutes, he he did a little roll around. Well, exactly. For, for like about 30 seconds, then just got up and sprinted instantly. Like he was, was the stench of Dean Smith's uh, mm. influence still loitering on the place. Yeah. yeah, there's some some things. Oh, you could see um I quite enjoyed Gary McAllister's influence with the overplayed free kicks when we're all nervous about them just taking a shot on Melier and suddenly it's three people peeling off and the ball's pinging around in different directions. You're like, Gary. <laughs> I expected that we, we were because it's gone Strachan's birthday today as well, mm. isn't it? So we kind of expected a recreation of the back heel goal there, mm. albeit up at the other end from uh, from nineteen ninety two. Kids, or was it ninety one? I lose track now. November ninety one. I think McAllister's has got a little bit more class. He'll keep that in the locker. He'll try it against Scum or doing, something. Doing another thirty years. Yeah, yeah. He, he won't do it against us. Uh, so then the next thing I've got noted is the goal. So sixty three minutes uh, assist Ming goal. Urente. Mm. Uh, Good finish though. Yeah, lashed it in. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Pascal Strauch was a threat, I think, all night from corners. I was convinced he was going to score at one point. He's really good in general, is mm. Pascal Strauch. I love yeah. him. I, I just don't see, think we should drop him now. Ever. No. I don't, I, don't see, I don't see how we can drop him. And I'm fearful the wrong word. I'm, I feel, I'm fearful for him that... Um, Cooper will come back and get straight back in the team, which he doesn't really deserve to do because Strauch has been excellent, I think, whenever mm. he's played. It might depend on circumstance, whether we need Strauch in midfield at the time or something mm. like that, or whether we need some experience. Or we go to Liverpool, um, Klopp doesn't want him on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. Decides to say, get him off. Bring back too many terrible memories. And I think if, because um, there is that risk of Cooper getting the nod, we should just remember it'll be temporary and strike. You know, even if he has to spend a couple of months while Cooper has his... Um, last little, well, maybe not his last around, but I feel like the the swap is happening. Um, it may not be immediate though. I mean, it's true. He'll get injured next week. Anyway. It's not the same. You know, it's not the same worried about Cooper either. I think he's, no. he's he's been good when he's played this season. I, I just the, I just feel like I don't. I'm at the stage now where I I don't feel like we can hold him back anymore. No. But I think we also need to remember that if it's not necessarily terminal, if he mm. if that happens, he mm. is 
definitely going to be a big player for us. And we, we did at one point time. think Urense was probably out for the season as well during that game because when he went down holding his Achilles, not really under any challenge, uh, ruptured Achilles. You instantly yeah. start thinking, oh, well, that's that's detached. I can tell already. <laughs> I could see it. Sorry, sorry, it snapped through his sock. I heard a ping, didn't we? From yeah. uh... it just reminded me of the, like the Kisnarbo one, though, didn't it? In League One, where you just see a player go down and there looks to be in that much pain, but it's still I think old, I think Urense uh... is a bit um, a bit more dramatic than Kisnarbo. Yeah, he's still a good old crazy ad, and it was quite nice that he was nearly. Um, replicating Pontus Janssen's celebration running to that same uh, away section at the side and you just want him to dive in go on, go for Pontus I know he wants to but mm. um, just just came up short and settled for the crisis but yeah with Mings did have that one um, header from a corner that he put wide mm. in the first half that was a good corner and a reasonable header but didn't go in mm. but then um, even better contribution of just passing it to Yorente. Just beautiful tee-up. It's absolutely superb. Speaking of Pontus, we nearly had a, a weird sort of flashback to um, them scoring a goal except this time with Click on the on the floor and as the injured time, party and them playing Did on. you know that they didn't put the ball out? And this, and it wasn't mm-hmm. only that but it was Mings was trying to score. He was the one who had the big cry on when Click scored at Ellen Road. He was one of the first people in there Um what did you, sorry, Michael at some point during that game described him as a wrecking ball of a man and it, that's when it started wasn't it back at that game and you seem to see it tonight well you only have to look at the he's probably done more damage to more faces than anybody in professional football ever has when you look at the trail of um, stamps he's, he's left behind him you don't play football expecting to have your face be the brunt of the damage it's your unless feet. you're Lee Chapman at Tottenham in 1991 or you're up against Tyrone Mings and he's Boots are flying all over, or you're Ashley Young and Rafinha's um, <laughs> trying to get your head off, <laughs> having a right odds drop. In fairness, Rafinha did go for the full head, not just the face. So yeah, it would have just it, de- it would have decapitated it and sent it into orbit. <laughs> it would have been the best thing he did today, as well, Rafinha. He had a <laughs> shot, Ash- didn't he? Ashley Young's head just trundling down the touchline at Villa Park. <laughs> what was wrong with him? Who? Ashley Young. Rafinha. No. Oh my um, god, he was awful. He's got married, yeah. hasn't he? He's been distracted. He's had he's had such a nice time getting married. Ed's not in the game. Getting married or see to the end of that. <laughs> Etc. Etc. Yeah, My uh, I, I don't think I've seen him play that badly before. Yeah, no. normally just, even, even in games for him, would it? Wouldn't go if for him. say normally in games where he's been fairly bad, which there haven't been many, but he normally at least has a, a moment where he does something brilliant. Because we because we kept weighing up the idea of subs, didn't we? Mm. Yeah, and we're saying, well, well, who'd you actually take off? Because you can't take James off because he seems to have the beating of him. Harrison is doing it down the left hand side, so Raf is the obvious one. But then, as you were saying, Moscow. Like Raf has always got something in his locker where you see yeah. him play terribly, and then all of a sudden he, he ends a man, and he nearly did end a man, but in a different way. Mm. And he did have, um, he put a couple of good crosses in towards the end, didn't he? He kind of got it together for um, a few moments, but it, yeah, it never really happened. But that was the thing was, um, um, I know that you know Tyler Roberts was nearly coming on when it looked like Dan James. They, th- they thought he was couldn't continue for some reason, and then <laughs> there's the always there's like the obvious get Joffy on. Um, angle which I would have liked because I think he's another one who absolutely would have just made Tyrone Ming's life a misery We it was a, a penalty waiting to happen uh, Gelhart against Ming's but at the same time there wasn't really anybody that you would take off apart from Rafinha for the way that we're playing mm. and then you wouldn't take off Rafinha because he was fine and Clint, but he's Rafinha was, isn't he was the, he has the, the ability to yeah, unbalance an opponent yes. mm. something could happen what did you make of Roberts' performance there. He did great. I think, uh, um, yeah, standing up, cheering the lads on, 
through the last 10 minutes after he'd been uh, um, told to put his bib back on. Fine. In high-vis, like a highly paid steward, <laughs> patrolling the touchline. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Bielsa was doing that just to, just, just to tease us? Just like, little... I know, I've seen the reaction to this. Tyler, just... Just, just come out here and get, get your sh- show me shirt for shits and giggles. Yeah. Well, when he when he was explaining it of how it happened at the Newcastle game, it was the one factor that Joffy hadn't trained for fifteen days, so he didn't trust his fitness. And then he was putting Rodrigo to centre forward, which is we often say was well, Rodrigo is supposed to be Bamford's uh, number nine in waiting, his understudy. So that makes sense. But if you're going to put him to centre forward, it has to be Roberts because he's the attacking midfielder who is understudy to. Um, it was click in this game, wasn't it? No, it was Rodrigo. So if Rodrigo's moving forward, that's where... We get you. Somebody has to come on yeah. for Rodrigo to go to centre-forward. Shuffle all the tiles in the bag, yeah. Yeah, and so it's Roberts. And then the next move is, right, if Rodrigo isn't going to score a goal, then it's Gelhard. So that's kind of the the order, and it, it makes sense from that point of view. And it's not that Tyler Roberts is trusted at centre-forward more than Gelhard. It's that Roberts allows Rodrigo to go to that position. Either way... Roberts wasn't picked for the game anyway, was he? So it didn't matter. <laughs> so the only, that was it. We were driving in listening to BBC Radio Leeds and there's people playing merry hell about Roberts. On he's, bench, he's on the bench. Yeah. He's not like he's not even playing. And we're talking about him. He didn't play a minute. He stood up. He looked very nice. And I'm Oscar, you're talking about him. Yeah, you brought him up. <laughs> I made a joke. Yeah, he made a passing joke about him taking his vest off. I just, I was just trying to upset you. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> it worked. So, well done, everyone. It's fine. He, yeah. he did well tonight. Um, where were we? We were talking about, we were talking about the subs where we have lost um, a train of thought now because we <laughs> went down the, the Roberts wormhole. Uh, I can't remember We were either. talking about Rafinha before that, weren't we? Uh, just to go back to the Dan James second goal, um, none of us celebrated that, did we? Because I think because it was weird and you expect VAR to intervene, we yeah. sort of went, oh, 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 hang on, let's just wait because it wasn't clear how it had gone in and Villa seemed to be having someone down on the floor getting treatment and then Dan James was laying down as well and it ruined it a bit. Yeah. So VAR still shit. It was a 3-2 goal as well though, so when you, you're pulling one back, it's... Yeah, you still know, celebrate yeah, that. But at best, you kind of, you're rallying all the troops back to the, the halfway line. Like, mm. like, come on lads, let's get going again. That, you know, it's not one of those go mental moments, is it, when it's when you've been shoved into the net by Buendia and um, Mings. Clown. And weirdly, I mean, um, I don't know what the domestic commentary was like, but we were watching the international commentary and like, whoever it was that was doing the comment, uh, commentating was like, oh, and yep, I've definitely put that down as an own goal, even though it showed the angle inside the net, like about three feet away from where this happened. And it clearly comes off Dan James's head. Yeah. And then it, then it was after half time, it was like, oh, and they, they, they have given the goal to Dan James. Like, yes, because he headed it in the net, yeah. as, we all, as we all saw. I know what I was going to mention when we were talking about subs. It was the fact that Dan James turned around to the bench and appeared to, not to say fuck off to the bench, but like he was sort of chuntering to himself on the pitch. kind of, And you saw the words, if you were lip reading him going, they're about taking me off, fuck off. Like that. <laughs> I just not having it. I don't know if he told them he wasn't coming off. Because again, we were in the same, same situation where he's picked up his usual aggressive uh, yellow card now. Mm. And maybe they're thinking, oh, well, we need to protect him. Um, and we'll bring somebody on in his place. Yeah. We couldn't but see who he was talking it. to because it was a close-up. So he could have been, I don't know, he's got a mate on the Villa team. Yeah. Telling Dinier. Come and listen to this. Me Might have even been Ashley Young as well. Are there any Welsh players? Those two those two scum bastards were getting cosy at the end, weren't they? Him and Ashley Young. Do you see that? Oh, the Sickening scenes. Mm. Sickening. <laughs> and then the red card, we haven't even talked about the red card yet. Just daft, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. The Villa the crowd were like chanting at the ref after that you think well yeah. he's on a yellow card and he's just elbowed someone in the face for no reason like it's kind of it's almost a red card what he did because it wasn't I think it, it would be a yellow for blocking just for blocking Melia throwing the ball out you'd get a yellow for that anyway but instead of just blocking him he elbows him in the cheek which right. is 
Because we're going hard yellow. Which is very definitely not allowable. No. So a yellow is probably about fair enough because there wasn't much force in it. But yeah, I don't understand how they could complain. They can, their crowd seems to complain a lot about the ref, which it's hard to know if that's correct. Because I... Think, but because I at times he was picky and got things wrong though. Like was the one where was it where Cock got penalised for allegedly fouling Buendia and there'd been no contact. Mm. You saw that Cock. I don't know these things happen in real time, but Cock planted his foot. Buendia kicked the back of his leg and then went down screaming. And he, he gave the free kicks mm. to Buendia. I'm, I'm like thinking most of that went in Villa's favour to see like in the, our favour. Sorry. Uh, well, then you've completely confused me. What I'm saying is, did, did, were Villa's crowd right to be annoyed by the decision? No, of course against not. Them? I mean, the, the supporters in Villa, they were born wrong. Um, the <laughs> one, which goal was it? Was it the, it was the one that Jacob Ramsey scored? Both yeah, of them. one of those, yeah. Rafinha looked like he was getting fouled to me before any of that happened. And then Dallas ended up getting booked for trying to take somebody's legs off before it broke, which I'm sure he wouldn't have done if the free kick had just been given that Rafinha should have had. But the thing about the Villa crowd is it's because their players were being knobheads. If our players had um, tried to claim all the free kicks in the same way that Villa were, that game would have been absolutely terrible because it would have been two teams just constantly whinging and crying and claiming for free kicks. But because Leeds get on with things, even when Llorente had a, a little do with Ashley Young at the end because his foot came in high, he kind of went, your foot was really high. And then Ashley Young came back at him. He's like, what What do you want to do about it? Whereas Lorente was like, nothing. I just was saying, yeah. don't tackle me like that. There's a difference in the way Leeds approach these things. We see how quickly they try to take free kicks. We're better, aren't we? Is that what you're saying? We are. Mor but, morally superior, Moscow. But because the Villa players were pleading for every single decision all the time and waving the boot around and smacking the floor and saying, I should have had this and I should have had that, the crowd get on their side. And I absolutely guarantee that when we're getting uh, propaganda clips from all their YouTube channels and stuff, it will be that the referee gave everything to Leeds all night and then didn't give us any of our free kicks that we wanted and then sent off our player for quite innocently um, just uh, lightly caressing um, Ilan Melier's cheek. And the French are supposed to like that. So mm. I, I'm, And if you don't find that clip verbatim, I'll uh, record it myself in a brummy accent. Just to oh, I mean, I've not got, I'm like not got much happens. time. We're back in here in about twelve hours, aren't we? So <laughs> maybe I'll just I'll just um, find a really dodgy microphone and just record some stuff in a brummy accent. You can play that, and we'll pretend. I'll, I'll put some Slade clips over it or something. <laughs> well, we'll wrap it up then. I think all in all, a decent point then, considering that we ended up three-one down, which felt like an injustice at the time. But you know, here we are. This is Leeds, and it's another weekend where nothing, no one's really made any ground above that. I know Newcastle won, but they only beat Everton, who were also down there. Brentford have lost again. Yeah, the, Burnley, the gap is still Burnley only drew six points. Michael Norwich have drawn. So I almost don't care. The game were that good. I'm not bothered. Yeah, I'm. St I'm still checking it. <laughs> but it feels. It feels like take ninety minutes off when there's a game that good. Mm. Yeah, they, I mean, if we can beat Everton, it's been a. It's been a very good week, hasn't it? You I haven't say. seen any other teams below us play like we play. Even no. in that game where we only get a point, and um, and what's the difference between us getting a point? Maybe it's. Calvin Phillips could have been stopping the runs of Jacob Ramsey or it's, you know, Pat Bamford is burying some chances um, or it's Joffe comes on and wins a penalty. There's there's enough in and in us that we don't need to worry about garbage like Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like a re <laughs> red rag to a bull, aren't you, with your uh, your predictions? I don't care. I watched Everton last night. They were awful. They made Newcastle look great, but honestly, terrible. 
read it. I've written, written about it. On I was going to say, I've the thing is, I mean, I'm, I'm about to call, I'm, I'm calling you out for saying these things, but we had the same conversation in the car on the way here. The difference is we're commi- committed to a recording now. So doesn't matter. It always feels like, no, I know it doesn't if matter. If I'm wrong, I don't care. No, I'm a, I'm a grown man and an adult and I understand it doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean, it doesn't affect the outcome. I have no influence but, on yeah. anything whatsoever. Yeah. But that's how I feel about it. And that's what we were saying in the car on the way over. Like Everton really made Newcastle look good, didn't they? And they looked terrible. So it gives us a real chance for for Saturday. But oh, you'd... smack Everton. And Saturday. as much as Newcastle did beat us, they didn't look good at any point, did they? No. Which I know is is kind of an ungracious way of <laughs> accepting a defeat, but they weren't. They were no. they were shit then. And if if they were better than Everton, that surely bodes well for the weekend. Newcastle tried to defend against us and everything was very tight and dour. Um, Frank Lampard's Everton will try to play against us the way Aston Villa played against us. And if we can score three against um, Aston Villa, we can score six against Everton trying to do an open game. It's the last thing. And they've got no defenders left because they're all injured. He played three at the back. It's going to be an, it's going to be carnage. <laughs> Dan James, double hat trick. Yeah, and Rafinha, well, because of the injury to, uh, is it Mina who went off and they ended up playing a youth in there, didn't they? Um, yeah. On the left-hand side. Jordan Pickford tried to punch out cold as well. That was great from a corner. Yeah, so they're struggling down there, left-hand side defensively. Hopefully, Rafa will be more pissed off because he had a bad game tonight and he channel- channels it all into Saturday. Well, he loves Goodison Park. He does. Mm-hmm. He does, doesn't he? Um, well, we'll reconvene for Propaganda tomorrow we're doing. Could be a short show given the turnaround. Phil Hay show tomorrow as well. Phil's I've got some angry scum fans in the bag already. So ah, that's all that's, we need. So that's good. Great stuff. Um, thank you for watching and thank you for listening and we will speak to you on a future show. We'll see you in a bit. The Matchball.